Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Perry. And this is our podcast, P.S. We, we have, have orders. orders. Good evening, Perry. How are you? I'm well, Shannon. How are you on this beautiful morning? Um, It is quite a disgusting rainy day out today, but, you know, living my best life, trying to enjoy, enjoy a uh, long weekend as much as I can. Yeah, it's actually really nice here today. Last week it was like... 94 and humid because um you know midwest and this weekend it's like 77 and delightful so i don't really know what's going on oh but the, the humidity has come in in okinawa it is like you step outside your glasses fog and you feel like you're living in a soup bowl yeah that's how i describe mississippi was like a soup bowl or like inside of someone's mouth it was just very upsetting all the time i don't want to think about being inside someone's mouth especially in this day and age ew no no it was so gross (laughs) i didn't love it i definitely did love it but i think since it's really nice today i'm gonna take the dogs for a walk um the dogs being that i didn't get another dog but i'm babysitting my friend's dog so currently i have my dog and then my friend's dog and then my two cats and then I still have the two foster cats that I mentioned in the last episode. And they're still here and they're still screaming. So if you guys hear the most pathetic mewing, I'm sorry. There's nothing that can be done about that. Don't take those meows out. They bring me quite joy. They bring me... It makes me miss my baby Winry days because we got her at seven weeks old. And I miss the baby mews mm-hmm. and the, the neediness of a kid and the constant... They play for five minutes and then they want to sleep on you for two hours. I really miss that. Yeah. And there's actually, they just hit about seven weeks. So they are the age that Wynn was when you picked her up. They have like the best personalities because the little boy, he's a Kalima little gentleman. He is like so sweet. He just wants to cuddle. He's on my shoulder right now. He just wants to cuddle all the time. And he's so small. Like, I don't know if I told you this, but when I got them... The girl was a pound, and he was three quarters of a pound. Like, he is Baby. so tiny. And then the girl is just chaotic energy constantly. She's biting me currently. Yeah, she's so. just a little Sour Patch Kid. You know, that's all it is. It's just yeah, like how Winry is. is. Winry's a Sour Patch Kid. That's the best way to describe a cat with that type of personality. Because they're yeah. they're sour at first, and then they get nice and sweet. So it's like this nice, yeah. uh, as as I watch her jump at you to play, play with your hoodie. Yeah, yeah. Now I have and two scale, cats on yeah. my shoulders. Yes. Well, they're going to be even out. Yeah. Um, but speaking of animals, um, the Air Force put out a message yesterday, two days ago, oh, no, a while ago, end of May. Um, the Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, I don't know, her last name is Bass, potentially Bass. I think it's Bass, though. She tweeted that the Air Force is actually working really hard to come up with more relief for PCSing with pets, specifically overseas. Because as we've talked about, Thank goodness. a dog can cost $12,000 and that's not right. So, you know, the Marines had that $5,000 loan that they started doing. The Air Force is actually coming in clutch because they put out, um, it's through the Air Force Aid Society. They're now doing a 100% grant, a grant meaning you don't need to pay this back. This is just free money. And it's up to $1,000 that they'll actually give you to PCS with your pets overseas. And I don't believe it's per pet. I think it's per move. So if you have possibly per household or something. Yeah, per household. And it's only overseas moves. It's not domestic. Um, So that's awesome. I love to see that. 
And like she said, you know, this is just the beginning of what they're trying to do. And also, as of ow, as of September 30th, um, most Patriot Express missions have temporarily increased um, to 20 in-cabin pet spaces. As of before, I think it was like 8 or 10 or something. So, yeah, they've doubled how many pets can fly on the rotator, which is... Which is really nice because it feels like when you're trying to PCS overseas depending on when you get your orders and when you're allowed to go get your flights, it feels like you're kind of like rushing to the office to book your flights and hope that there are some form of pet spots. This is right. extremely exciting. It brings much joy to my heart because if this is what's happening in 2021, imagine where we'll be in 2022 and 23 and so forth and so right. forth. So, hey, maybe there might be a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, a little bit of positivity. Yeah, yeah I almost feel like with COVID, like it really brought to light the problem of overseas shipping pets. It mm-hmm. highlighted how much of a struggle it is. So now they're, you know, because it increased the struggle and it made it more expensive, I almost feel like that in a way it's a good thing because it's now forcing change and it's forcing aid and assistance because it is completely ridiculous now. It's completely undoable now. So, you know, maybe something good will come out of this. So, so guess what, everybody? We have some pretty bomb news. This is actually something we've had in the works for quite some time between many phone calls, chats, and definitely some interesting struggles with the time difference between Japan, you know, Midwest, Mountain Time, whatever that's even called. California, West Coast, Pacific Time. Yeah. I don't even know. I literally just Google and I have like where you're located. I have like where my mom's located where you're located and a few other people saved on my phone for, like, the world clock. Yeah. So I don't call someone at 2 o'clock in the morning, because I've done it before. Not really. You're like, wait, I thought it was 10 p.m., not 2 a.m. My bad. <laughs> and the worst thing is, if, like, you call your mom at that hour, she's going to pick up She thinks you're that. dying. Yeah. Right. Right. Which, for my mom, that wouldn't be unreasonable. <laughs> but actually, some phenomenal news we have for you guys is... We partnered up with Milso Mustard. You can actually find that app on the Apple iStore, anywhere else you get your apps. Um, I know, Perry, you have it and you don't have an Apple device. Play Store, yeah, the Google yeah, Play, Play Store, Store or whatever. Yeah, so it's awesome. It was actually created by a military spouse, I think Navy military spouse. She just felt like she was really alone when her husband was gone and that, you know, she was looking for a community. So she created this app. It's almost like Facebook, kind of like you can post things yeah. and post videos and respond and message people. It's like a social media style. Mm-hmm. style it is app. like a social media app, but it's just military spouses. And, you know, we can talk about our struggles and, you know, questions or rants or whatever. And I also started hosting podcasts. So if you want more military spouse podcast material, they actually have a bunch of other ones. And we ended up partnering with them. So now you can also find our podcast on that app. And feel free to follow them on Instagram as well, Milso Muster, because they are constantly giving out resources and um, promoting, you know, the work that other military spouses are doing. So we're really excited um, that we found them. And I am really excited to see kind of where this partnership can take us. So, yeah. That was a perfect ending. The little... He's, the, the boy cat has the entire girl cat's face in his mouth. Ah. And now he's purring. 
Okay. The kids. Right. We'll love them for that. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's um that's some of our housekeeping, some positive for our season finale. I guess that's some pretty amazing news. This is something that when me and Perry yeah. were talking about putting this together, we never ever imagined partnerships, anything. And like, you know, yeah. all we know is that this is something that Perry shot me a message about or text about and I I thought she was joking. And she's like, No, seriously, let, let's really look in this and the next thing I know I'm I'm Googling how does someone even start a podcast? So it's amazing to know what can change in what six months. Yeah, we started this idea, I think, in October, maybe November. Yeah. It was after my this birthday. Idea. Yeah. Apparently most podcasts fail after eight episodes. So good job, Shannon. We made it past eight episodes. This is our season finale. We completed a whole first season which is insane not to mention the bonus episodes we were able to put out um which i really enjoyed and i hope to do more of in season two for this last episode we didn't really want to bring up anything new because we've covered so much in the first 11 episodes for our last episode we thought we'd just kind of go over what we've talked about and just as eight year in military spouses talk about the things that we've learned or things we wish we had known before we got to the point we're in so shannon why don't you kick us off and let's talk about things you wish you had known or like life hacks that you've learned living overseas i know for me recently i ran into the issue of getting a stateside number because i was trying to set up a account for I think it was like like a Venmo or something like that and I ran in, ran into the issue where it wouldn't let me use my Japanese phone number that I have because I don't have a Japanese address because I live on base so it turned into this massive struggle bus situation where I was on the verge of crying just like I just need something mm-hmm. to work and that's so frustrating because it's like one of those things with overseas where it is fun and great and you have great experiences, but I feel like every single thing you do is 10% harder. That's definitely one of the moments I wish that like maybe we set up an account with like, I think it's Verizon or Sprint that does like have an account with them, go overseas and just pay an additional like $10 a month to make it work internationally. But it's still a stateside number. Like there's some people that do that here and I'm like, oh, that would have been a really good idea. We could have done that when we were in the process mm-hmm. of PCSing here, but we didn't even use stateside numbers when we were in, in Germany for right. four years either. Right. So it's, I guess it's something I wish I knew because it's something mm-hmm. we probably, at least one of us would end up with a stateside number. One of us would maybe Japanese. I don't know. I guess yeah. it's a uh, food for thought. <laughs> right. And so our solution, this is something that will being the computer nerd that he is set up, I believe before he went to Korea. So back in 2013, You can get a U.S. number through Google, like through Google Hangouts and whatnot. So you can call and text through that. Um, The thing, though, is in order to set it up, you need to, and I'm going to put this in bunny ears, be in the States. So if you're going to be PCSing overseas, it would be good to set it up beforehand. Um, If you don't think about it before you go, you can also set it up in you know, in a different country, as long as you're using a VPN to like route yourself through the US. So that's what we'll end up doing for me. I'm gonna say just just as a disclaimer, VPNs can be sometimes much more hassle than they're than sometimes they're worth. Um, right. I've run into the issues here where um, depending on what you're utilizing it for, like if you're someone who likes to use it so you can access like Netflix, Hulu, and so forth. Mm-hmm. 
um, they've become smart to that, and they'll actually boot you the minute they realize you're using a VPN. Right, like things do, like Netflix and yeah. I think like Pandora. So just and stuff, as a well. disclaimer, just as a disclaimer, sometimes depending on how you are and depending on how tech savvy you are, you might not want to mess with that. Just try to set it up before you come out if you think of it. Right. Um. Let's see what else. Oh, and then also like overseas, I just want to mention that um, it is better to learn a little bit of the language if you can before you go. That definitely is helpful. People ask me all the time if I can speak German because I lived in Germany for three years and I said I can order food and I can read signs enough that I will not get my car towed and that is it. <laughs> I mean that's that's pretty much us in a nutshell. Exactly exactly and then also don't blow up your tools don't mix up your 110 and your 220 volt appliances and tools and um and razors because I'm gonna tell the story real quick um when Will and I got to Germany, he, we took leave en route. So when we got there, his hair was completely out of regs. And we didn't have a car and we weren't on base. We were in a small German hotel. So his first day of work, he needed to cut his hair. And he just want, like does like a one all the way around. He doesn't mess with the fade or anything like that. So the night before, he gets his clippers out and he starts cutting. And we have just like the little plug adapter so we can actually plug into the German outlets. And he gets, like, two buzzes down the top of his head, and they blow up. Like, they quit working. They start smoking. It's done. And this is 11 o'clock at night on, like, a Sunday night. And he has to be at work the next day, and everything is closed, and we don't have a car, and we don't have Euro to even buy a new, like, buy new clippers if we could find any. We had to, yeah. So he ended up using, like, his normal face razor. And he shaved down his entire head to literally nothing because there was nothing else he could do. He blew through like five razors that night. Like we had to buy razors for his face later. I was like concerned he's going to have to use like my leg razor, you know. (laughs) Lessons learned. Lessons learned. Oh my God. Yeah, there's definitely, I'm trying to think, there's definitely one or two things I fried over time. Because some things like, some things like what you're saying, like fried relatively Mm -hmm. quickly. And then there's other things you'll find will burn out very quickly. So even if you mm-hmm. use, like, I know in Germany what we were offered were, like, these things, like, these, what we would call, like, a transformer. Yeah. Which is this very, like, I don't want to say large, but awkward enough that you, I, I, I don't know about you, Perry, but I was petrified of having to pick this thing up, put it on my kitchen counter, and dropping it on my foot and breaking my foot, because yeah. that's how heavy they and painful this thing so could be. so heavy. Yeah, they're probably, they're probably, like, 20-something pounds. Like, they were not, they were not light things. Um, Shannon, why don't you tell us about, like, housing tips and things you wish you had known? Alright, so this is probably just the, um, old wife and maid. Cleaning sucks. No one likes to clean. Like, let's be honest. I mean, there's definitely times, like, I will, like, anger clean or I will, like, decompress stress from, like, and just Mm -hmm. clean my house. But, like, generally speaking, we don't go, oh, boy, oh, gee whiz, I'm excited for laundry day. No, most people don't do that. I mean, if you do, good for you. But that, I don't feel like it's the majority of the population. No, I'm but, one of those people that always has clean clothes, but they're always in the dryer. Like, that's me. I never make it all the way. How we do things now. I do mine. He does his. Um, if it makes it to the hamper, it lives in the hamper if he chooses not to put away his own stuff. Gotcha. I do my own. If it doesn't make it out of the hamper and into my closet or in my drawers, that's my life choice. No one else's. 
Gotcha. Um, the most we will do for each other is run a low for each other if we predetermine, hey, my stuff's in the washer, can you flip it over to the dryer? That was also, I used to do his laundry back in Germany because I didn't work. But now that right. I work and he works, it kind of turns into, all right, do you have a load you have to do? Okay, you do. All right, I'm going to do my stuff after you. And, you know, we kind of work it out. I guess that's just my side rant about laundry. Um, <laughs> yeah. My my actual tip here is, as much as cleaning sucks, just keep up with it. Do dishes daily. I know I know it's so much easier just leave a sink full. But I have a cat that we literally refer to as a raccoon. Even though this is a cat we took in at seven weeks, who has never been homeless, who has never missed a meal, refuses to understand that she's never missed a meal, and <laughs> likes to get into things she shouldn't. So we've mm-hmm. learned that we have to put all things away and cover all things. If we don't do dishes the night of, we will hear little little noises in the middle of the night of her trying to get into things. So I guess that's like my long-winded tip is just keep up with your house. And don't hesitate to ask your spouse for help as much as we all like to joke saying they don't really like to. I have openly learned that if I just straight up say, Hey, can you please just like wipe down the bathroom? Or hey, can you like clean the living room? I'm like, most of the time if I just just suggested it normally gets done which is really nice i actually came home yesterday to a clean living room which wow. i was really excited for i didn't even ask yeah you know Perry, do you have any do you have any tips um i guess mine are just like not cleaning related mine is um you know we all move around a lot but i have learned that it is not hard to putty some walls if they're white just a little bit of putty no one's gonna notice um, it's really not even hard to paint match with our last house. Like we lived there for almost two years and I put up floating shelves and I hung things on the wall because I realized that it's not impossible. So don't be afraid to really settle in because if you always live your life, like it's not really your home and you never feel comfortable, you're not going to feel comfortable for 20 years and life's too short for that. So I guess that's really my only housing tip. But let's talk about relationships and living with your spouse. Because Shannon has a spouse that likes to help her cook and clean and whatnot. Um, I think I messed up early on with my husband. (laughs) When uh, when we first started living together, I only worked part-time. I went to school full-time, but it was online. And I worked part-time. So I just did everything because if I didn't, like, that's really terrible of me to, like, He's at work all day, and then I expect him to do things when he comes home. But yeah, now which makes that, sense. That's how I felt which the same makes way. sense. You know, like I wasn't contributing financially to the house, so you know, it was just I. I felt like he didn't force me, but like I felt like it's my responsibility to at least take care of it. Anyways, now we're both working, and somehow all the housework is still my job. He will say that he does his half. He does not. Also, if he does housework. He says he's helping me, which infuriates me because that means that it's my job to keep up the house and it's him gracing me with the gift of helping clean up after us. Um, the only thing he does, he does consistently wash his own dishes, but not consistently. Once a week, he washes his own dishes. Um, I posted to me that I like to just use the dishwasher. He doesn't believe in the yeah, dishwasher. I love But that being dishwasher. said, if he washes his dishes... And, like, let's say we both eat lunch and I leave my plate in the sink because I have to go back to work. 
you know, downstairs. He will wash his plate, but he won't wash my plate. But at the same time, I clean all the floors for the two of us. I clean all the laundry that's, for the two of us. That's kind of funny. I clean all the bedding for the two of us. I do all those other dishes for the two of us. I wipe down all the surfaces for the two of us. Also, we take turns picking up dog poop, but I clean the litter boxes all by myself. So there's not a good division of labor, and he's in this mindset of, well, is your job. And if you ask me, I'll help, maybe. But, like, I'll ask him to do something, like, Friday night, and I'm like, hey, like, I try to be really generous. I'd be like, hey, like, you know, between, like, Friday night and Sunday night, at any time, can you do the floors? And then Monday morning comes around and I'm doing the floors. So, anyways, that's my tip. Um, set your expectations early on because once you, once they get accustomed to a way of life, that's not going to change. It's very hard to break it. It's, it's very Yeah, hard. even if, even if. You know, you still go to school, you know, when I was doing my master's degree and working full time, he didn't care. So, and he doesn't listen to this podcast, so. And this is something I've told him before. <laughs> so I'm going to put it out there. Hi, Perry. Hi, this is this is your therapy hour. How are you? This is my therapy. Um, but also, since we still love them, my last tip for living with your spouse is that you need to remember that they are in the military. Sometimes they have a job that sucks. And they are not allowed to quit. And they don't get to pick where they live. And they don't get to choose what they wear. And they don't get to choose when they get to work and when they're allowed to leave and what they do all day. So sometimes they have bad days. And you need to be nice to them. Even if you're unhappy with how long hours they've been working. And even if you're unhappy with where you're living. Like you have to be nice to them. Because literally you are the only person that cares about them throughout the day. So I think that's important. It's just you are sometimes their only form of support. And even if they don't outwardly say or act like they need somebody just to love them they do so but don't let them walk all over you at the same time just be kind just be but be kind i think that's the biggest thing is like just be kind you just have to be supportive towards your spouse and if you find that you've hit that point in your relationship where it's really gone downhill it's Mm -hmm. time to reevaluate things i'm not going to tell you what to do with your lives Mm -hmm. time to reevaluate though but I guess, like, my my biggest tidbit on that is pick your battles. That's something mm-hmm. I have really had to learn over the years because, like, I am a hothead through and through. And I'm not saying at my husband, but, like, in general, like, just in general, I'm just a hothead. Yeah. Yeah, just in general, I'm a hothead. And that's one thing I've really had to learn is pick my battles. Don't, like, like, like we were talking about with the cleaning thing. Sometimes it's not worth literally having a you know a a screaming match over socks on the floor or dishes in the sink sometimes you just kind of have to take a deep breath do what you need to and then go hey man i really didn't like how you did this last week it really hurt my feelings and it made me feel extremely disrespected because i just cleaned the floors and you felt the need to dirty them back up in five minutes okay so let's switch gears now that we've praised and ranted about our husbands (laughs) um Okay. Welcome to our podcast. We say what we want. We do. Listen, this isn't somebody else's podcast. This is my podcast. I can say what I want. Um, all right. So things that I wish I knew and tips and tricks about looking for work. We had a whole episode on it. If you guys haven't heard it, go listen to it. Go check it out. Yeah. But I guess my biggest thing that I learned slash advice I could give to somebody new is that you take what you can get because I've definitely had jobs where 
I literally was flipping burgers with a bachelor's degree. And I literally was working customer service while, you know, halfway through my master's degree. No job is beneath you. If you are one of the people, like, people out there that you need to work and you really want to contribute financially, like, take what you can get. Just remember it's not forever and don't be afraid to quit if something better comes up or don't be afraid to quit if it's not good for your mental health. Um, don't be, oh, that's another big thing that I learned and this isn't really military related, but it's just like personally, you know, I was passive for a promotion at my last accounting job, which I absolutely loved the people and I don't want to slam them. Like it's not honestly their fault that they passed me for the promotion. They literally didn't give it away to somebody else. They just took away the spot when somebody left and I just, I loved the people and I really wanted to stay, but I realized that that wasn't going to be good for me. That wasn't going to help me grow in my career. So I started looking elsewhere, even when I had my job. You know, I didn't rage quit because I got passed up for promotion. But I was able to find a different job, which is where I work now. And like I did the math, and I make 45% more at my current job. And what's funny is I learned recently that it was last month that they finally opened up that position that I was in line for. So... And like I've been in my new company for two years now. So I would have been working for 45% less for two more years. Um, And like I said, I didn't want to, but I did because I had to put me first and I had to put my career first. Um, And yeah, so it's worth it. So that's my advice is take what you can get, but also know that you're worth putting yourself first too. What about you, Shannon? I guess for one big thing that I've really learned is keep your resume up to date. Oh, um, yeah. I know. Yeah, I definitely think this is something that has even nipped me personally in the butt because I am a procrastinator to the highest degree. Um, is to please make sure that your resume stays up to date. Make sure you check on it once in a while. If Especially if you're like, oh, I think I'm going to start job hunting soon. Make sure your resume is up to date before the you know before you have to start applying for jobs. Because like mm-hmm. I know actually the company I'm working at now one of the reasons why I had to get hired a month prior to when I applied is literally because by the time I applied was which by the time I was able to get my resume up today, the mm-hmm. position was already filled. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, if I actually just kept my resume up today, I would have been able to apply much earlier. And who knows if I would have gotten hired earlier. I mean, I'm, I'm still happy. I still started working within six months of getting to this duty station, yeah. which is kind of a very lucky thing to be part of and it's been nice because I've been able to work all the way through till currently and I plan on continuing to work for you know pretty much up until we PCS I don't think it'll be days before PCS but probably within you know a couple months and so forth right which will be that's another thing that we've both learned is don't work up until the day you leave like quit as soon as you can because trying to move your life and pack up and meet the packers and get all your paperwork in a row and take your animals to the vets and get your, I mean, if you have kids, that's even that's more, more work you have to do. That's more important. That's more important. So if you can go a month without that paycheck, if you can go two months without that paycheck, do that because it's not worth it. Like I called out of my last day of my customer service job when we were in Mississippi, because I was like, why did I say I could work? I was like, this is my, I can't. I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't do this today. <laughs> so that's my, my last piece of working advice. So I guess we'll um, shift gears again and look at some, I guess some self-care things. Like I know over the last couple of years, I've really learned 
more and more about self-care and it's not a luxury it's actually something you should really look into Mm -hmm. and something you should really do for yourself and one thing I've learned as much as like I know I'm a very social person but I've also learned that I enjoy to de-stress alone like Mm -hmm. I basically have had finally the epiphany over the last couple years that as much as I'm social my battery my social battery does run low yeah so do you have any interesting self-care tips yeah mine is that you are important and you don't have to please everybody and again I don't think this is really military related I think this is just like getting older because in your early 20s it's very much a social like goal almost like you have to be social and you're always doing things and being with people and you're, you know you're with your friends and blah, blah, blah. but I mean the older I get I realize that like not everybody is gonna like me and it's not my job to make everybody like me and then I can say no to anything at any time if somebody says hey do you want to go do this I don't feel as obligated to go with them to go do something you know so I guess that's my my big one is like that and don't be afraid to let friendships expire if it's no longer healthy for you. I know we had an entire episode on toxic friendships, toxic relationships, toxic family. Um, and I think I spoke a lot then about how you can let go. And so that's yeah, that's my big self-care is just knowing who should be in your life and understanding that you're important enough to make that decision. So Yeah, there's definitely people you'll meet at your duty station that you think you're you know, oh yeah, we're friends, we're friends, we're friends, and then the minute someone PCSs or one of you guys PCS, yeah. you really don't talk to them anymore, and that's, and okay. that's okay. Like you don't, yeah, yeah, don't get upset. Don't think like, oh, they forgot me. Oh, no. If anything, just it's part of life. People move mm-hmm. on. People, you know, and it's also something you really learn those convenient friendships as well. And yeah. I definitely think of the military. You'll see that a lot because of the factor of you become friendly with people in your environment out of survival. <laughs> It's like environmental friendships, not like, oh, yeah. I don't know, like deep-rooted friendships. Yeah. Because, you know, I have a friend that I've had since I have two, I was two years old, and we don't talk every day, but I still go and I see her. She's actually going to come visit me, I think, when this episode drops, she'll be at my house. And then I have, you know, really good friends I was really close with in Germany that I literally never talked to anymore. And both of those things are okay. So Yeah. Um, Shannon, what about military tips? Talk to me about that. What do you have? What do you wish you knew? Alrighty. So one thing that I definitely like to really, really push out there is try to be social with your spouse's um, unit slash squadron or whatever it may be. On occasion, go make face. It's not, it's not a bad idea to learn faces to names. It's not bad to have an idea of who's who. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of good if things go awry, you know Have who you contact. can contact. Mm-hmm. You know, and think of it this way, like, if you go to a spouse, like, dinner, lunch, breakfast, coffee, whatever it may be, learn who's who. I'm not saying you have to go befriend, you know, such and such as wife. No, just go be friendly. Know who they are. Recognize face to the name. So... You know, it's it's kind of good to also have a face of the name for, like, I know for Air Force-wise, we have these things called um, key spouses. And I know for me personally, it has been, it has panned out for me in the past being friendly with my key spouse. If anything, I got in a car accident, uh, actually, within the first six months of being here. 
And it was literally something, it was my fault. I was stupid. I literally clipped, I clipped a local, a local's car. Not a person, car. And <laughs> That's good. That's good. Not a person. And, you know, I immediately pulled off the side, you know, do what you're supposed to, yada, yada. And I contacted my key spouse right away. And I was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And she immediately was like, send me the pin to your location. I'll be there within a couple minutes. And she was there before the MPs were. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was nice because she was the one who, who told me exactly how to handle the situation. She was right. one who contacted the people I needed to contact. Because I didn't know what I was doing. I was there within six months. Right. And, you know, I felt stupid. So these are people you kind of want to at least be friendly with. You don't have to be, like, best friend. There's a difference between being friends and being friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, second thing is very important because... You don't know when things are going to go bad. You don't know if things are going to go sour and you need to get a hold of somebody. I know when I was extremely sick last year, I was, my heart, my, my icy cold heart was warmed when I found out that people from my husband's unit were feeding him. Oh, that's really nice. Even though my husband can cook. My husband is a wonderful cook, but it was nice knowing that people were feeding him. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't in the state of mind probably to cook because he was probably too worrying, worrying, right. worrying a little bit about me. So it was right. nice knowing that people were feeding him. And those are the things that it's good to know face of the name. So then later you can thank these people. True. That's so, so true. Yeah. yeah. So um, I guess that kind of comes to closure to this part of the podcast where I guess our little tidbits and tricks and things I wish I knew. So if anyone has any like things they wish they knew, like we would love to include these for future episodes. I know these are... These are things you're just going to learn along the way. And if it's something interesting or something you think is dumb, there's probably a good chance someone out there does not know that. True. Okay, so for our NMR this week, we just wanted to shout out my friend Lynn from the Mr. Radical Podcast. Go check her out everywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, She actually is listening to our podcast, which is great because she is not a military spouse at all. But she left us a really sweet review, and it just says, This podcast is full of great advice whether you're a mill spouse or just trying to move out of the country or travel. Yes, they focus on the military side of things, but as someone who isn't involved with the military in any way, I still find them entertaining and full of good research and information. Plus, you get to enjoy tidbits about pets and some occasional barks and some info about MLMs. So if that's what you're into, then you're in for a fun time. So I just want to say thank you, Lynn, for leaving us such a nice review and uh we would appreciate if you guys could take the time to leave us a review on apple because it does help with our ratings so we can reach more people um and hopefully kind of get the word out and share more knowledge with all of you guys so just wanted to say that by the way live updating i'm actually currently looking at our live up live update here i'm actually currently looking at our apple uh reviews uh-huh. we have more reviews <gasps> Do you wanna do you wanna read it? I'm gonna I'm just gonna slap it in here. Yes. So coming to you live. I just saw that we actually had recently a brand new review that actually just came in. What this what was said in the review is uh this podcast will give you laughs along with healthy doses of great information, even if you're not, at least you think you're not, moving soon, you will enjoy this. Aww. Exclamation point. Oh, excellent point. Thank you for the five people that have rated our podcast so far. Yes. All five stars. So I appreciate every single one of you people. Words or no words. We appreciate every single one of you rating it. So anyone who's on Apple listening to us through Apple, please give us a review. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess that's a really good closure for 
episode 12. Well, did you want to talk about uh, what to expect for season two? Oh, absolutely. I figure I was going to go into that right next. Oh, sure. But um, I guess part two, our housekeeping, is something you can try to keep uh, tuned for is that we actually do plan on doing some major updates. Uh, Mm -hmm. We plan on doing a little bit of updating here and there, including one major thing that we're trying to work in into right now is starting a YouTube channel. We've had a few friends or friends of the podcast reach out to us saying, hey, have you thought about moving your podcast over to YouTube? No, not solely be on YouTube, but it would be somewhere else that could be offered for you to listen to. So if you're someone Mm -hmm. who doesn't like to listen to it in a podcast format on a podcast app, you can listen to us on YouTube. We don't plan on including video anytime soon. I'm not mentally prepared for making myself look presentable for recording. It's just not who I am. And especially considering that there's such a big time difference between Perry and I that might be rough, rougher than yeah. other days. Yeah. So. Yeah. But we'll see. There might be some bonus content coming up. We'll see how season two plays out and see how our lives yes. are going. And another thing that we're looking at doing is possibly starting a Facebook page soon because that'd be another way to reach out reach out and grow our community just a little mm-hmm. bit more. All these updates will be dropped on Instagram as we're doing things. We will post to you guys. We will give you guys links. So just hang tight. Wait for this information to come out. Um, just like how I just did that review live. As things happen, we will keep you guys in the loop. Yeah. I just want to add, like, we are growing and we are expanding and we're really excited and we can see our listener numbers going up. So just huge thank you to everyone that's been with us since the beginning and those of you that maybe just found out about us through our new network. Um, Hi, how are you? Yes. Hey, how you doing? Um, yeah, you guys have been really great and just the amount of engagement and love that we've received in the last 12 episodes or 14 episodes has been awesome and we're really excited for season two. Um, we've already gotten a lot of our notes ready for it and we're going to bring out some stuff that I know I'm really excited about. Um, so yeah, just keep, uh, we're not going to take a huge break. Uh, we're going to be jumping back in the end of June. Season two will be starting June 30th, so please listen for the episode to drop. Yes. We are excited for you guys to hear the content that is going to be coming out on that. I can tell you right now, we're going into June and Perry's already brewing a yes. beast of an episode for one. So oh, I know. Please, I'm so excited. I keep excited. texting Shannon. I'm like, guess what I just learned? Have you seen this? And then my notes are like six pages long. So, well, my editing is going to have to be a little creative. <laughs> or we're just going to, who knows? It might be split two part, two-parter. Who knows? Or maybe knows? it's a two-hour intro. You know, maybe it's a two-hour podcast for season two, episode one. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Okay. So the last part we want to uh, touch on is... Um, later episodes, we do want to touch on anything spooky, anything, anything along the lines of that, because, uh, come September and October, spooky season, I guess, will be kicked off in September, because I'm a September baby, and spooky is my favorite, so we're just gonna roll right into September and October and make it spooky season two months whole, so if you have any really good haunted, anything spooky, um, it could be military-related, non-military-related. I know I have stories for days, even just where we are now. Even I grew up in a haunted house. You know, fun fun, fun tidbit here. I grew up in a haunted mm-hmm. house. Yeah. So I have stories for days, but want your stories as well. So if you have any 
drop them in comments. If you don't feel comfortable posting it like that, send it to us in a DM. Like we've gotten stories like that in the past. We want to hear them. Please send them. Yes, please. So, um, Perry, do you have anything else to add for, um, for housekeeping? Part two? I think, I think this wanted to say hi though. Can you say hi? Wait. Say hi. (laughs) Hopefully we can hear that. No, I don't have anything else. Um, just wanted to sign off uh, now that it is officially June and wish the whole LGBTQ plus community a happy gay pride month. Um, this podcast happy is an ally for sure. And we just want to give you all a shout out. And um, that is it. So Shannon, let's talk again in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to contact us, you can go ahead and reach out at pswehaveorderspodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow us on social media, we're on Instagram at pswehaveorderspodcast. Please go ahead, leave a comment, send us a message, anything you want to tell us. We're here to listen to you guys. Um, If you have any ideas for an episode, just let us know. So again, thank you for listening. Don't forget to review, rate, and subscribe. Thanks. Uh, we're going to be jumping back in the end of June. July. Technically, our first episode for season two will post our normal schedule episodes, which will be in the first week of July. Let me verify. It's actually the last day of June. Is it? It's June 30th. You were correct. Okay, so update. Rewind. Season Rewind. two will resume. We will be dropping an episode July 7th. That will be the first episode of season two. No, it's so, June 30th. June 30th. June 30th? Yeah. Then my, then my numbers are off. Because it's, hang on, wait. Let's figure Three, this out. One. We're going to break. We'll just take, okay. So we're dropping this episode. Let's just, let's count it out. So Living on Base came out on the 19th of May, right? Yes. Okay, so that was and the next episode's the ninth. The next episode is the second. Oh, you are right. I got messed up from the days. Yeah. So the nineteenth, the second is is no kids. Mm. This episode comes out on the sixteenth, and then season two, episode one, comes out on June thirtieth. Okay, well, I gotta update this, so I guess scratch that whole thing. You will say with the date for this. <laughs> this might end up as a blooper, I, though. <laughs> literally, I have it highlighted, so clearly oh. I'm wrong. You're off, yeah, you're off by date. I think it's because, and I'm gonna, actually, I'm gonna tell you exactly why you're off. June in 2021 has one, two, three, four, five Wednesdays. Oh, so that's why. Thank you, Teacher Perry. <laughs> This this will need to be a blooper. Thank you, Tisha Berry. Ah! Okay. Or thank you, Professor uh, Percival. Percival, yeah. Okay, Murphy. Okay, so let just start. Just you rewind and you say we're gonna return with season two on June thirtieth. So season two, we will return back on June 23rd. Nope. June 30th. (laughs) Rewind. I'm tired.
30th. Okay. Season two will be starting June 30th. June 30th. <laughs> <laughs>